1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hommel Casino. Fun above all else.
1: All right, kicking off the
2: uh, 4 o'clock hour with uh, Gwen and Chris. Chris, hello. Tony Gwynn Jr. in San Francisco with the Padres. He and uh, Jesse will have the call tonight. I've been saying that uh, Sammy Levin will have the pregame show. Not true. Apparently, Braden Sopranit has the pregame show coming up at 545. This afternoon, following our program, Tony is uh, off uh, taking care of some pregame business. He'll rejoin us at the bottom of the hour for today's Big Five. That means Scraby will host today's version of Chris versus the Fans. So tell me again how Dave Marcus... Fared well in, as my replacement. Dave versus the fans.
3: I will say that the first appearance, I believe, I asked a question that was way too complicated. <laughs> I, I, so I, I will. I, I, ac- I uh, accepted the criticism for that. Yeah. But other than that, I thought David did really well. The other thing, uh, he, there were it was a few. There were a few hiccups in the beginning because the games were going a little too fast, ah. and I had to change all the questions. So now. The questions were doable, and Dave
2: did a great job. Well, one I... of the things about answering your questions, as our contestants have discovered over the years, is not only do you have to know the answer, you have to figure out the question. <laughs> yes. So it's a double-edged it's a double thing here. No, I, I agree. But uh, we I... are going uh, to give you a chance to go to Las Vegas, uh, and uh, that's always fun. We're also going to add to that, Today, a pair of tickets to the uh, Bellator MMA 300. Is it Bellator or Bellator. Bellator? Bellator. Bellator MMA 300. It's coming up on October the 7th at Pechanga Arena. That's the uh, the old sports arena there. Uh, tickets are on sale now at Access.com. That's A-X-S dot com. But uh, you can win a pair of tickets to the Bellator MMA 300. On October the 7th, if you win Chris versus the Fans today, uh, you'll also qualify for a chance to win a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, a private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook, $250 food and beverage credit, that's my favorite part, uh, experience high action entertainment, at the best race and sports book in Las Vegas. The best of Las Vegas uh, race and sports Superbook is the largest in the world. Uh, the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, home of legendary Vegas fun. You must be 21 or over. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1 800 Matt Scraby. No. no, uh, don't call him. Uh, call 1 800 Gambler, actually. G A M B L E R. Gambling uh, no, is, uh, is an actual addiction. It is. Like, there's no it, question. There's, there's, there's no some question. that say it's not an addiction. No, it's wrong. a choice. It's, it's an addiction. Uh, it, it can be a choice. Yeah. Just like drinking can be a choice. Exactly. But it can also be an addiction. Yes. And if it is, you've got issues. And if you feel like you uh, are or know somebody who has that problem, you know, do something about it, because uh, gambling can take take you down, take families down, just like drinking, et cetera. Exactly. Um, one quick thing. Did you hear, before we get to the game, did you hear Ryan Day, the Ohio State coach, just ripping Lou Holtz and no, going on and on I, after I the game lines. about how, oh, we were no totally overlooked and nobody cared about us and nobody gave us a chance. What a what a bunch of crock that was. Everybody always talks Your Ohio about You're Ohio State. State, for heaven's sakes, you're the third ranked team in the nation. You were favored in the game. Everybody knows you're gonna probably win. And at that, Lou Holtz said that Notre Dame would win. Well, what do you expect Lou Holtz to say? He's a coach at Notre Dame. Of course he's going to say that. It's like he, he's a Hall of Famer there. Yeah, And, and Ryan Day is like, oh, we had a lack of, uh, uh, not credibility, but a lack of... Um, yeah, you know, nobody believed in us type yeah, of thing. Which is true. I'm like, give me, a, true. give me a break, Ohio I mean, State. Yeah, calm down. Come on now. I mean, you guys have been beating everybody for years, and uh, you're a little lucky to win. Notre Dame only had 10 people on the field for the last couple of plays of the game. Is, is that a penalty, to have 10? It I, is not. You can
3: line ah, up with one guy if you want to. I fought with some guy at the dog park this morning about it, in, and he was um, right.
2: In basketball, I believe it's a technical foul if you only have four players on the court. Yeah, that's what, but okay. I think football, you can have one guy on defense that. if you want to. I did not know that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Notre Dame uh, only had ten guys out there, and Ohio State punched in the winning touchdown there in the final play. So there you have that. And um, coming back from Chicago yesterday, tons of Ohio State and Notre Dame fans on that flight. I mean, college football, big time, like that. College football is still something amazing. I mean, people travel halfway across the country to go to one game on a Saturday.
3: If I if I went to a school that had a good football team like that, I
2: would probably be the same.
3: But I didn't go to a school. How about if you went to
2: one that had that good of a basketball team that like made the NCAA finals last year? Would you Uh, travel to see them? Uh, Yeah, I would
3: never miss something like that. (laughs) Why would anyone who's a San Diego State fan ever miss the national championship? Oh, sorry, Chris. Which I
2: did. Yeah, which I did. you're fine. I did. Do you regret it? uh, A little. A little. I do. That'll fade. I should have been there. I should have been there for the Final Four. That'll fade. But uh, maybe not. Maybe it'll get worse. (laughs) Maybe it'll just get worse over the years, and every year I'll feel more and more guilty about it. That would be bad. All right, let's play Chris versus the fans. If you had
0: one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself,
2: howdy do.
0: Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
3: All right, so you have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you
2: win. And if you right? first time, play Player. Play Sorry, I've been a little No, it's okay. I've been doing there. it by myself for the last then two Then I'll let weeks. you know that I, did I tell you I jet lagged?
3: Yes, you've told us your judgment. <laughs>
2: and I gave you a look like, what are you about to tell us? Tony, Tony hit it right, man. I'm going to hit a wall at you some are. point because I've been awake basically for three days. <laughs> and I'm going to hit something. I'm not tired right now. Like, I, I don't understand why and I'm not get, tired. Yeah. But eventually, yeah, I'm going to just. Yeah,
3: last time I was awake for three days, things yeah, weren't good for it's me. It's really weird. All right, so let's get to our first contestant. The longest holding contestant is Tim in San Diego. Tim, how are you? I'm doing great here with my daughter Taylor. We're everyday players, but this is the first time on the radio,
0: so we're technically first
3: time players. players! Yeah. I love it. I, on. Thank you. Thank you, Tim and Taylor, for joining the game. Here we go. Question number two, because you get to squip. Squip? Oh skip. Question number four. Yeah. Who had the jet lag? I'm just going to hit the button. Who had the jet lag? All right. Matthew hey. Stafford played college football where?
0: Ooh. Um, I believe it might not have been a Greyhound, but
3: definitely a Bulldog from Georgia.
2: From Georgia is correct. You got it. Nice job. All right, he can win it. All right, we're on to question number three, Tim and Taylor. Tim and Taylor heading to Vegas, going to Bellator MMA. If they get this question right. Uh, This
3: is going to be tough. All right. Since the year 2004, four players have homered on their 40th birthdays. Oh, my God. Jim Tomey, Chipper yeah. Jones, A-Rod, and who did it this year? Homered on their 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Now you got Taylor looking at me all crazy because the in-laws live in Vegas. So I hope Chris misses it. I have no idea which 40-year-old bomber... We'll go with all um, Nelly Cruz from the Mexico series just for giggles. All right. N- Nelly Cruz, unfortunately. Mm. Stay right
2: there, though. Stay right there. Yeah, I think he wins. Right. You have no idea? Well, I could maybe come up with a guess. Okay, but we'll I, do that. I don't really know. Part of the uh, game. 40th, what is it now? Uh, Four since guys did it this year? Oh, no, since no, no. Since 2000. Yes, yeah,
3: since 2004, players have homered on their 40th birthdays. Tommy, Chipper Jones, A-Rod,
2: and who? Did it this year? I should know somebody who's forty years old this year. This would be the way to go get this question right, but I'm just not thinking of it. So, uh, who's forty years old? Not uh, me, huh? Not me. Oh, he's not googling. I'm watching his fingers on that <laughs> yeah. keyboard. Tim, you're going to Vegas. I don't even have a good. Call. Wow, I don't have a good. Call. Or he's qualified good... for Vegas. Yeah, he's qualified for Vegas. Yeah, it I don't know the good answer. Who was what?
3: it? Joey Votto. Uh, yeah, he did, oh, didn't he? Joey Votto. Joey Votto, very good. Hey, Tim, stay right there. I'm going to get your information in the break. Tim and Taylor, nice job.
2: Yeah, good job. Wait, Sorry Tim, that was a quick
3: game, though. Have you ever watched Home Improvement?
0: I have. Tim, the toolman
3: Taylor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got him on that one, Scary. All right, stay there, Tim. Very good. <laughs> it just hit me as I was waiting. It. All down. right,
2: good job, Tim and Taylor. They're yes. uh, first first contestants, and uh, they win today. That happens sometimes on Chris versus the fans, and it happened today. Yes, uh, it did. If you're just tuned in, uh, Monday night football. Uh, we're not carrying the Monday night football tonight. We normally do. But, of course, we've got Padre baseball instead of that. So uh, we'll keep you up to date on this uh, Eagles-Buccaneers game, which gets underway in about five minutes down in Tampa Bay. Uh, Winner of this game joins the impressive duo, 49ers-Dolphins, as the only undefeated teams in the National Football League. Very strange. Uh, Joe Burrow will play for the Bengals later tonight against the Rams if you're just driving home and you're wondering, what do I do with my fantasy roster? I've got Burrow. Of course, if you have Burrow and you don't have Matthew Stafford to replace him, then what were you going to do anyway? You didn't have a... You know what I mean? You're not
3: getting Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Well, you,
2: I guess you could have gone with Baker Mayfield, too, if you Maybe really you could have to. picked up Baker Mayfield at the last minute. But if you got Joe Burrow in your lineup and you're desperate for points from him tonight, uh, I can't guarantee that, but he is going to start the game tonight for the Bengals. You know what they always say about these, these type of decisions, Chris, is
3: they... They say go with the player. Go with the star, which is Joe Burrow. Yeah. And he will – I don't know. I think he's going to put up like 400 yards
0: tonight.
2: 400 yards tonight. Yeah. Now, he's my quarterback, but I I need like (laughs) 1,000 yards passing from him tonight. You need 1,000. Yeah, I'm so far behind, I I can't even dream of a comeback.
3: I will give him 1,000 yards as long as he does not throw to T. Higgins.
2: Uh, If you're having a tough fantasy football season, welcome to the club. Yeah. I'm 0-3. O and three. But, so. you're,
3: but your team is not, no, team my is team's not good. bad. Thank
2: you, and I agree with you. I actually think my team's good, but it's I've so, given up so many points. I've been trying to tell
3: Chris that that's going to even out throughout the season I because so. other teams are going to start playing I terrible. played against
2: Keenan Allen yesterday. That's tough. And Kenneth Walker. That's really tough. D- yeah, that's like 90 points right there. That so. is. I saw someone online. I got crushed. Uh, they were po- people
3: were posting their worst defeats yesterday because there were some big point days, and someone lost like 270 to like Like, 200 is a
2: lot. (laughs) Well, I imagine everyone who plays fantasy football is going to rush to pick up this Miami running back, uh, Devon A-Chain. Fortunately, in our league... Braden Soprinid was uh, smart enough to draft him in I our know. league. So. I was about to draft him and then Braden took him. Braden's pretty smart and he'll be doing the Padre pregame show in about an hour and a half. So uh, we'll be on the air until then. Uh, when we come back, we told you about Joe Burrow that he is in the lineup tonight. When we come back after traffic though, we are going to have some other NFL news and notes. Uh, who, what big time quarterback suffered a concussion in uh, their game yesterday? <gasps> What big-time quarterback was blasted by a Hall of Fame quarterback yesterday? And what big-time quarterback is week-to-week with a sprained AC joint? What coach is threatening to bench his players (laughs) over turnover issues? Yeah. Yeah, my goodness. All kinds of answers coming your way next in the NFL News. And no oats. Stick around after
1: traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: All right, Monday night football is underway in Tampa. Eagles and Buccaneers just a couple of minutes into the game. No score yet. A winner joins the Dolphins and Niners as the only three undefeated teams in the National Football League, Chris Ello and Matt Scraby here in the uh, Odyssey Palace, Tony Gwynn Jr. in San Francisco will uh, rejoin us here at the bottom of the hour for today's Big Five. But right now, Scraby, let's get into some NFL news and notes. Oats. oats. Chill, son. What was that? It was, was that you because say, you chill, hit the wrong son. button or did
3: you do no, that on purpose? Uh, on purpose. Please? You haven't heard this one yet, though. Yeah! What's that? That's when you said you had a toothache?
2: (laughs) Yeah! That was me? Yes. (laughs) I didn't know that was me. That was you. Uh, here's the first NFL news and note. It's one of my favorites of the day. Embattled New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson was given a scathing criticism from Hall of Famer Joe Namath today. Oh, Joe. Joe was not pleased with Zach Wilson Sitting down on the field and taking a sack without being touched yesterday. Oh, my God! Said the great Broadway Joe. I didn't take anything positive out of his performance. It was awful. Who asked him this? Because Michael Caine asked him this on ESPN Radio in New York. Uh, Joe went on to say, you sit down. You sit down on a play. You go right down. What happened? I thought you were trying to win and make play. You quit on a play. What is going on? It's disgusting. (laughs) Joe Namath went on to say he would trade Zach Wilson. He said, I wouldn't keep him. I've seen enough of this guy. Trade him? Who's going to want him? (laughs) I don't know what's left for the Jets. They're one and two.
3: I mean, Joe Joe should calm down. Calm Joe's down. hilarious. I hey,
2: like you Joe. You think he's hilarious? I do. I love Joe. I mean, every, other than the Susie Culver incident, I was which was not great. I was thinking exactly of that. That wasn't his, that wasn't his finest moment. No, that was a terrible moment. Most of moment. his other moments are pretty good, <laughs> All right, I think. But okay. Joe's getting a little old. He's getting up there. What do you think about, like... He ripped on uh, old Zach Wilson. I know. What
3: do you think about players who haven't played in, like, 40, Forty years, years. yeah. And about they all it.
2: say that the players now stink, so that does get a little old in general. Yeah, but when you say that Zach Wilson stinks, the fans are going to be normally in love agree with you. with you. I normally agree with you. Uh, your guy, Minnesota Vikings coach Kevin O'Connell, yeah, not good stuff, Delivering man. a direct and public ultimatum today. Really, his team is zero three and leads the NFL in turnovers. So O'Connell said that is something we're going to fix one way or the other. Either the guys are going to fix it or. We're going to have to put some other guys in the game that have ball security. Sounded like he was speaking to Alexander Madison, Directly. who fumbled like 17 <laughs> times in the game yesterday. Uh, you know, unfortunately with the Alexander Madison
3: thing, yeah, he did fumble, but he got some pretty terrible messages into his Instagram the week before.
2: That's not right. So I don't, that want. I don't want to pile on that him. That stuff's getting old. Uh, the Vikings have lost seven fumbles already. T.J. Hawkinson was also stripped of a, uh, a fumble uh, the ball earlier in the game yesterday, and Of course, your guy, Kirk Cousins, has been throwing a bunch of picks, (laughs) including one in the end zone yesterday. But Kevin O'Connell, not too often coaches say, I'm going to just bench guys publicly. You don't hear them say that. When you're 0-3, I mean, I guess you Kudos, Kevin O'Connell. Get your club turned around. They play the Carolina Panthers this week. uh, There's two matchups of 0-3 teams coming up this week. Vikings-Panthers and the real exciting one, Bears-Broncos. Both matchups coming up this week. I mean, the Broncos have to win that one, right? I know. They don't have to. Did you see Garrett Bowles
3: after the uh, game yesterday?
2: Uh, no, he was done as <laughs> <laughs> That was a pretty good impression of him. He looked uh, but I hate very to say
3: depressed.
2: It. I hate to say it. I mean, if somebody sticks a mic in my... Face after I lose seventy to twenty, yeah. I hope I'm a little upset. No, he's right. Definitely I mean, upset. if you've got a competitive gene in you anywhere, and I wasn't bringing it up to make fun yeah, of him, losing I was like
3: that is
2: can't can't
3: feel too good, or it shouldn't feel good. That morale of the team right now has got to be low.
2: Sean Payton, that's your guy. That's not my guy. <laughs> I know you hate him. Uh, Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a concussion. There's a bulletin for you. Poor Jimmy G. Guys getting hurt. You talking about guys when did getting
3: he hurt? Suffer it because I don't believe M- Minka Fitzpatrick actually hit him in the head. Ever. I mean, yes,
2: he grazed him with the with the helmet well, and the shoulder pad, but he, um, I don't know. Garoppolo apparently had a concussion. He never left the game. So that's you know that's something that look when Tua had his concussion last year. Remember, he never left the game. There was a lot of uh, they redid the rules. A lot of question about you know Miami keeping him in that game. So why did the Raiders keep Garoppolo in that game last night against Pittsburgh? Are
3: you going to bring up Justin Fields
2: as well? Josh McDaniels said, "Uh, "I didn't know about the fact that he might have had a concussion. I have no idea." Of course, (laughs) you know I'm down by eight points with. Two minutes to go. I'm on the eight-yard line. So, hey, let's kick a field goal. <laughs> Josh McDaniels, the did you worst see the, coach in the NFL.
3: Did you see the Justin Fields thing, though?
2: No. Which one he, was that? He
3: went down pretty hard, and he came up woozy, and the, no one stopped the game to, like, go check on him. So, uh, DJ Moore actually stopped the game and told him he needed to go to the sideline. But then Justin Fields came back in, and there are a lot of people like, how in the world did that guy come back in the game? He was definitely looking a little woozy on the the field. Well,
2: because the comparison of the healthy Justin Fields to the woozy Justin Fields, it's hard to tell the difference. Oh, wow. All I know is I saw that guy run for like 700 yards in one game last year against the Dolphins. I don't know where that guy has gone. Uh, New Orleans Saints quarterback Derek Carr suffered a right AC joint sprain. So he's considered week to week yeah he was uh he, he hasn't been ruled out yet for the Saints game coming up next week against Tampa Bay, but uh, he did leave yesterday's game between the Saints and the Packers. They were, they were concerned it was something more serious than that. Although this is serious enough, right? Yeah. yeah, sprained AC joint. We'll see if Derek it's Carr very painful. I, I would know. Play through that? Yeah, we know you wouldn't be able to play through it. Oh, I would play through it. You but would it not. would be painful. You would not. Yeah, you haven't played a softball game in four years because of a sprained <laughs> AC joint. Uh, Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams is out for the season. That's Boy, that's bummer. that's a headline you can just. Uh, Copy and paste. Yeah, I hate to unfortunately. say. Unfortunately, Mike Williams out for the season, torn ACL in the game yesterday. Chargers. He caught a fifty-yard touchdown pass, and then after that, did not work out for Mike Williams this season. Chargers will go without him the rest of the way. And a couple of other quick notes from the National Football League. Uh, did you see this about the Peeler, uh, Steelers? Flight home last night. I did. This Not is good. brutal for them. Scary. Uh, emergency landing in Kansas City early Monday morning. Uh, Steelers had to s- sit there for a while. I guess they had like to land hours. Three fifty-five because the oil pressure failed in one of the engines. That's not what I want to have be failing when I'm on a flight. I'll tell you uh, that. Just
3: make it. You can make it to Pittsburgh.
2: Everything will be okay. You're in Kansas City. Just hang in there yeah. for another seven or no, eight just, states.
3: Yeah, just keep flying. It's keep all good. Keep on
2: going. Yeah. So Steelers are all okay, and uh, they're back home. But uh, a little scary moment for the that Pittsburgh scary. Steelers a scary last night after their game.
3: I've only had to land once in flight before. What? What? And- Yeah, like when, uh, you know, you're just flying along and all of a sudden you feel yourself going down. You're like, why am I going down? We're like five hours away from our destination. And the pilot comes on and says, Uh, everyone, we're going to have to go and uh, land now because our engine just turned off. That's what happened. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. And we're like, what? The engine just turned off. What is happening?
2: What's the what's the bad news? <laughs> like, the, really? The, 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 you the movie's going to have to be uh, you, you couldn't ease me into this bit of no. information? No, you just, just had to come on engine. and tell me the engine just gave out. Yeah. Terrific news. That was very scary. Yeah. All right. Uh, the NFL uh, week three is almost in the books. It will be after tonight. And uh, like I said, Eagles, Bucks no score. Both teams have had a possession in the first quarter. No score yet. Later, Rams, Bengals, Joe Burrow will play. Also, quick note, Rams-Bengals game, for those who care about this stuff, Bengals wearing their all-white, white, white uniforms, Looks which cool. are very cool. Very cool. Yeah, they'll wear those tonight. So might be a reason for you to tune in, for all I know. I don't know. All right, when we come <laughs> back, Tony returns. It's the Big Five. And uh, we'll get to that when Gwyn and Chris returns, continues. Ben and Woods on the fan. You know, former NBA star Nate Robinson, uh, Jake Paul just knocked him out. Are you related hit. to them, Rindel Paul? Oh my God! I don't even want to do this anymore. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> Rindel Paul. <laughs> it's not funny. Look at him. Go, oh, continue, please. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. Rindel Paul. Oh. Hi, Chrisello, Tony Wynn Jr., Gwyn and Chris. 435 is the time. This hour brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Follows almost here and at Ashley. Seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra-modern sofa. Gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in store or visit ashley.com. Do that today. Uh, We are back. Eagles, Bucks, still scoreless. First quarter. Monday Night Football, uh, Rams and Bengals later. And then, of course, here we've got Padres Giants, Blake Snell, Logan Webb. We keep talking about Blake Snell in his Cy Young season. Logan Webb has got a better whip than Blake Snell does. That's how good he's been this year, even though his record is only 10-13. and 13. Logan Webb is notoriously difficult to beat at home as well. The Padres must beat him tonight to keep any... Flickering playoff hopes alive. All right, Tony's ready. Let's check traffic and then get into the rest of the stuff, the big five.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect
3: avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing
0: Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink you are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: If you missed anything from the I'm Listening broadcast, Odyssey's annual two-hour special spreading awareness about mental health, or you just want to listen again, you can hear it on the free Odyssey app. Remember, talk saves lives. Just go to the Odyssey app. While you're there, 12 games in October. And also while you're there, Quinn and Chris. Search for that as well and follow it. Everything is on the Odyssey app. Chris, you ready for a big five? You re- remember how this goes?
2: Uh, I don't know. What are we talking about? Rugby and uh, <laughs> soccer and cricket and bullfighting. Ooh, bullfighting. Bull Got fighting. a bullfighting topic today for me, Scraby? I do. Olay. I don't <sighs> know if that's what they say either.
3: Uh, I think so. I think so. I'm just all over the place today, everybody. All right. Let's get into it. We have a good pitching matchup tonight for the Padres and the Giants. Blake Snell's going for the Padres. Logan Webb pitching for the Giants. We all know about Blake Snell's standing in the Cy Young race, with just, uh, but with just two more starts likely, including tonight. Chris, is Blake Snell padding his Cy Young stats, or is he making a last-minute push for the award?
2: Well, I, I you know, I'll be honest with you. About a month ago, I said he was a long shot, and, and I felt he was a long shot because of where the Padres were in the standings and where he was in terms of victories in comparison to Strider and comparison to, you know, Steele. But I, I think he's just overwhelmed everybody now in the last, you know, three or four weeks. And uh so I think he's in a situation now where he's trying to pad it. I I really think he's gonna win the Cy Young. I mean, the guy just does not give up a run. He doesn't give up a hit. I, I don't see how you can choose anybody but Blake Snell to win the Cy Young award. And I don't even know that it matters, you know, what he does tonight and in his last start. Although, you know, I guess you want your final numbers to look shiny and you know, fresh and you know looks look sharp for the voters. But uh, I think Blake Snell has come from behind and taken such a big lead that it would almost take you know something crazy for him in this last week not to win the Cy Young.
3: Tony, what do you think? Is he padding his stats tonight or making a last minute push?
4: I think he's padding. I, I agree with Chris on this. I think you know maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago, he was behind, and that maybe I think he was behind. Uh, the Padres weren't playing well. Remember, he started one and six. He had an ERA up near five, and so he had to really uh, find a way to. I don't. He had to find a way to to really pitch like this for a long period of time, and that has happened since May. So he's been phenomenal on so many ends, and I, I think you know the thing that we have to remember is that those other three guys, whether we're talking Steele, whether we're talking Strider. Or, or, um, yeah, my man, Gallon, yeah, um, they all had bad starts in the last two or three. One of the one had, they had at least one in the last two or three starts. And so, uh, that has, I think, also bolstered the fact that Blake has pitched so well. And Blake is just, he's been, he has, as Chris said, he hasn't given up anything. Number
3: four. If you haven't heard the biggest NFL news story of week three, don't worry. I'm about to tell you right now it's not the Dolphins scoring 70 points. Or the Packers scoring 18 fourth quarter points. It's the new relationship between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> the the Broadcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and Belichick, huge fans of this, apparently. Oh, Belichick had a great line. He did, he did. It would be the best catch he's ever made or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the broadcast showed a very excited Taylor Swift after a Kelsey after Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown and Right now, Travis Kelsey has got one of the hottest podcasts on the earth. He has a ton of endorsements. But this next question came from a Chiefs fan, so keep that in mind. Tony, has Travis Kelsey become bigger than the Chiefs?
4: No. I don't think so. I think uh, he has the type of personalities that matter on his team that it doesn't matter. They They let Travis be Travis. And I think that's why he's had so much success there. Um, You just don't, after, you know, you don't, what we know of Patrick Mahomes doesn't seem like this is something. He's almost egging it on in in a lot of ways. And so, um, no, I don't think he's too big. As long as his work continues to match uh, the, the same level that he has to this point, you won't hear a peep from his teammates.
3: Chris, what do you think? Has Travis Kelsey become bigger than the Chiefs?
4: I don't know. You know, they asked the
2: same question uh, 25 years ago when the Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl, and the question was whether or not Refrigerator Perry had French. overtaken the the Bears, you know, on a team that had Walter Payton and Jim McMahon and all these guys and Mike Singletary. Uh, but Kelsey's, you know, probably the biggest star of stars. Mahomes is right up next to him, though. And, um, you know, but this, this certainly increases you know, the awareness of Travis Kelsey. I mean, there were probably people tuned in yesterday to watch the Chiefs play just hoping to get a glimpse of Taylor Swift. Had no, didn't even care about football. And yeah. we're like, oh, thank goodness, Kelsey scored a touchdown, so now we can see Taylor Swift. I, you know, I, I'm not the – maybe I'm just a little too old to be a tra- Taylor Swift fanatic. So I kind of wish <laughs> – Travis I think Kelsey you was, are. I yeah, I think, think I am. So I, I, I was kind of wishing that Travis Kelsey would be interested in somebody else that was more in, you know, somebody I enjoyed watching more than Taylor Swift, like but, Dolly Parton or something. Yeah, I guess Dolly Parton. That's <laughs> probably a little old for Travis Kelsey, but. Now nah, he's he's living the high life right now, and I mean, but the reason he's doing this is because the Chiefs have been winning Super Bowls and winning championships. You you don't get yeah. into the situation without winning a couple of Super Bowls. So uh, you know, good for him. He's taking advantage of it, and I agree with Tony. As long as his work ethic and production stays up with the uh, the glare, the spotlight that he's on, more power to him. All right. Number three.
3: Somehow, even after a win, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley is square in the middle of NFL conversation. There was 151 left in the game yesterday with the Chargers and the Vikings. The Chargers on their own 24-yard line, up 28-24, with a fourth and one ahead of them. They went for it. Joshua Kelly got stuffed, and they turned over the ball inside their own 25-yard line. It worked out for them, and the defense intercepted Kirk Cousins to end the game, but many are thinking this should be the last straw for Staley. He has made lots of questionable decisions
2: over the years. Chris, do you think this is a fireable offense? Uh, The only thing that was dumber than this move was the one Josh McDaniels made at the end of the (laughs) Raiders-Pittsburgh game, deciding to kick a field goal down eight points with the ball on the eight-yard line. And, uh, you know, two minutes to play in the game. And you know what's interesting? These two geniuses will coach against each other this coming week because the Chargers play the Raiders. So I don't know who's going to win that, that idiot matchup. But, uh, you know, look, Brandon Staley, uh, this is what the guy's about. There, there is at least, I'll be honest with you, as silly as this move was, and because I couldn't believe it when I saw it, I'm sure nobody else could either. At least, to me, you could make make a case for going for it. Belichick once went for it against the Colts and Peyton Manning on his own 29-yard line, and that's Bill Belichick, and they didn't make it, and Manning scored, and the Colts won, and everybody was questioning Belichick. Staley was doing the same thing, but what he was basically saying was, my defense sucks. You know? I mean, because wow. if he punts the ball, then Kirk Cousins has to drive 75 yards, and I think Brandon Staley thought Kirk Cousins could do that. So he wanted to get the first down and try to end the game. I, I, You know, at least there's a reason that I can think of. The Josh McDaniels thing was so stupid that there's no reason, no defensible explanation for his decision to make there in that one on the Raiders-Steeler game. But, yeah, I, I, look, if the Chargers want to stay with Brandon Staley, they're going to keep charging ways to lose. So that's just the way it goes. <laughs> Tony, uh,
3: was this a fireable offense?
4: Uh, clearly not. He's still... Still, the head coach <laughs> as of we've been, as of this afternoon, <laughs> and we've been down this road before with him and the whole going forward on fourth down and following all of the analytics and it and the, the irony in that is as he said he's basically saying all right, we don't I don't believe my defense can stop Kirk Cousin. The irony is that they get the interception to ultimately end the game, and um, you know I would be feeling some type of way if I'm – Khalil Mack and and Bosa and mind you the whole point uh, of him being there is because he's supposed to be this defensive you know genius not an offensive guy and you know yet he doesn't believe in his defense and his defense was getting Swiss cheesed last week uh, (laughs) beforehand so I I don't know man I don't know if it's a fireable fence uh, or not but I know he makes a lot of decisions that don't that in this case he got lucky that his defense did what they did. Otherwise he would have made another decision that didn't help them win. It might have been goals. a
2: fireable offense had they lost the game. Seriously. Yeah. I mean they might have been able to say, Hey look, we can't we can't, can't do with this it. anymore. I feel bad for my former high
3: school teammate Kevin O'Connell and his 0 three start.
2: Yeah, they uh, they Vikinged in that <laughs> game.
3: <laughs> they Vikinged. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. The Minnesota Twins, who just clinched the AL Central, activated veteran right-hander Chris Paddock from the injured list yesterday, clearing the way for him to make his first big league appearance since he underwent Tommy John surgery in May of 2022. The Twins plan on using him in relief the rest of this season. So, Tony, you're up first. Is Chris Paddock going to play a big role for the Twins in the playoffs?
4: I'm not sure if he's eligible to play in the playoffs. They, Just getting
2: activated to, now, right? Yeah.
4: When do you have to be uh, I, on the roster? You before, used to right? have
2: to be on the roster September first, but th- that could have changed.
4: Oh, but you know what? You know what? He has been on the forty man on year all year. Those guys are exempt from that. Oh, okay, they basically can play. So, all right. Um, how much of a role? I think that will be determined on how much opportunity he's given and what he does with that opportunity. Um, they may not feel comfortable. Because, you know, you get into the playoffs, like, pretty much all, every pitch you make is high leverage. You know? And so, it's high stress. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not sure. Well, I think it'll be determined on on how much opportunity he's given and what he does with that opportunity uh, when he gets it. Because coming off of Tommy John, you already are going to be kind of babied a little bit So until you get some innings under you. So, I, you know, this is... This would be an interesting test, right? He's, it, high, high stress immediately versus you know trying to work your way into it.
3: If this is a, this is his second Tommy John surgery. He's coming back from, right? I believe it is a second. So. Yeah.
2: yeah, he and uh, among others, Nathan Ovaldi mm. sad too. So, what do you think? He's Chris? Not alone. Uh, I, well, I just want to say that I mean I know Chris Paddock has long ago you know been a Padre hero. But in my mind, I still like Chris Paddock. And I liked him when he was here. And even you know, though he left and he's gone to Minnesota and he's completely disappeared from view, uh, I'm excited that he's come back. And, and congratulations to him for fighting his way back after a second Tommy John surgery. So I think it would be great if, you know, right in the middle of the American League Championship Series, Chris Paddock came into a long relief game and threw four shutout innings and helped the Twins win a big ball game. That would be great for Chris Paddock. I mean, this guy's had nothing but bad luck. Ever since he burst on the scene here in San Diego a few years ago. And, you know, don't forget what a bright light he was here for a while. Right? The sheriff. The sheriff. It was Paddock Day. I mean, it was the best deal ever. But uh, it's amazing how things can change so quickly. It is.
3: It is. Or, uh, I just always will remember, happy Paddock Day. Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody everybody <laughs> said it to everyone. Yes. Number one. <laughs> uh, but, but it's kind of crazy how life... Life happens, Who said right? that, Scraby? Um, I don't remember. It's kind of crazy how life happens, <laughs> though, because Chris Paddock gets traded to the Twins and kind of a get-out-of-here deal, and now he's going to be in the playoffs, and the Padres are most likely not going to be in the playoffs. So.
2: Most likely. That's, I'm still keeping it open, keeping, All right, you, you do that.
3: I Well, because I know I will be called hey. out if I say they're not going to make the playoffs, Hope. and they do. There's still hope. There's still hope. Hope, There's still hope. I I agree. I believe. Number one. Kyle Schwarber, he's hitting 198 for the Phillies this year, and yet he has already scored 104 runs and driven in 100 RBIs. On Friday night, he became just the fifth player in 2023 to reach the century mark in both categories. With 45 home runs, he's the first player with consecutive 45 home run seasons since Ryan Howard did it. Four straight times from 2006 to 2009. Chris, is Kyle Schwarber's success a product of Kyle Schwarber, or could this work for anyone? Does that make sense? No. As I'm asking, it doesn't make sense. doesn't make a either. whole
2: lot of sense. I don't know what Meaning, you're asking. Me. is
3: this a Kyle Schwarber thing? Only like is is I he the one Chris who was back. able to pull this off, or is there any player who could just step in and do the same?
2: Um, all right, uh, I'm going to rescue you and just answer this and make it seem <laughs> like I know what you're. Answer
3: my brilliant
2: question. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to try to answer this and make it seem like you asked a really intelligent I question. I did. Um, other than Joey Gallo, I can't think of too many people who <laughs> can do what Kyle Schwarber has done. I mean, the guy barely ever hits the ball, but when he does hit it, it goes into the second deck at Petco Park. I mean. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he's crushed two of the longest home runs I've ever seen here in San Diego. Uh, I'm sure Tony, you know, seen, uh, you know, the damage that he's done up close. I Schwarber's an amazing player. I mean, you know, there aren't many guys that can do what he's done. I mean, to walk as many times as he's done, 45 home runs, 100 RBIs, 100 runs scored, and what, 200 strikeouts? He has more, he has more strikeouts this year than Tony's dad had in an entire decade. Of the 1980s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, it's really remarkable, but I kind of like Schwarber. I mean, I, I like the the all-or-nothing you know, aspect you get with a Kyle Schwarber, and he's fortunate to play in this day and age. I will say that because in the 70s, back when I was a kid, back in, back in the day, in the 70s, I don't know if they would have let him play. Even with all these home runs, with a 190 and 180 batting average, because they wouldn't have realized, Tony, the analytics that he brought to the team with the walks and the runs scored, they would have looked at his batting average and probably put him on the bench. So, it's weird. Anyway, that's my great great answer to whatever <laughs> question you okay, asked. I've been
3: waiting. Tony in the camera is looking at <laughs> like He's about to speak for 30 seconds. Uh, Tony, yeah. is, is this a Kyle Schwarber thing, or
4: can anyone do it? No, anyone can't do this. Um, I was just thinking about I was just kind of digesting what Chris was saying. Um, I, I think here's the thing. is In this day and age, I think he's probably valued more. right? But I'm not so sure that they wouldn't have used him. I mean, they always have valued home runs, right? And if you are driving in over 100 and you are putting up a 40 spot uh, in the homer department, there's a place, not only in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, but also in this generation, there's a place in the lineup for someone like that. Now, you can't have nine dudes doing that. You can't have probably even four dudes doing that. However, the the fact that I think it, it, in the olden days, he would have been valued for his homers and his run production first, right? And then, they, then it would have been a bonus to look at his on base and, and that kind of stuff, Um but then on the flip side of that, I think in today's game, he's valued probably more because of the on-base percentage and the amount he um, he gets on. So he's in the perfect lineup, I think, right now with, with Philly, but I don't I don't think anybody can do this. This is definitely a Kyle, Kyle Schwarber thing. What a great question that was!
2: Thank you.
3: I know it took me all night <laughs> to think of that. We, we got you there, baby. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, by the way, I never got to say this to you today, Tony, but could, thank you for dropping Henry Rowan Gardner on the Padres broadcast <laughs> the other night. That was amazing. <laughs> I just hit me that I hadn't said that anything to you yet, but that was good stuff.
4: That's how. That's what that guy reminded me. The way he threw, uh, he I did. Like, yeah, I, could, I saw. It too. I can hear his tendons like making right. the same
3: noise. <laughs> yeah, I can hear him doing the same thing.
4: So perfect.
3: All right, that's it for the Big Five. When we get back, we're going to get you set for the Padres and Giants' Blake Snell on the mound tonight for the Padres. Chris is back, everybody. I thought Chris was going to say something. He didn't say anything. We'll be back. Nice. (laughs) Nice.